What's up, guys? Swallow J here, and I'm here with co-host Egg. Egg, say what's up to the peoples. What's up to the peoples? Also joining us, Jacob Lamar and Matthew Deweese, PGS Season 5 athletes. Guys, welcome. Hey, this is like a, like a little intro for the guys that, you know, that are in the peak, uh, that watch the PGF to get to know their athletes. So we kind of bring them on. This is technically your show. We're just the host of it. So uh, I know you have a, a little bit of a past. You, know, you started in MMA. How, how did you stumble onto MMA and then transition to jiu-jitsu? Usually it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, man, like, you know, I, I got bullied a lot in school, like when I was younger and stuff, um, which is crazy. I mean, I played football, played baseball. I was in a band, skateboarding. So I was always in sports and doing things. Uh, but I got picked on a lot because I, I was kind of a smart ass. I, I let my mouth talk a lot. Um, in my older age, I've tried to be a little bit wiser, you know, trying to be the, the anti-Elijah Carlson, if you will. But, um, you know, got up in the, <laughs> I got I got tired of getting my butt whooped. And uh, a buddy of mine was like, hey, check this gym out. There's a guy named Skip. And, uh, I mean, he was like one of the oldest MMA fighters that had ever competed. I think, he, I think he had his last fight when he was like 70. Um, and so I, I jumped in there. And, like, day one, they're like, yeah, we're going to spar. And this, like, heavyweight dude punched me so freaking hard. He, like, broke my nose. And I came back the next day. Like, I was back the next day, and they're like, dude, we never thought we'd see you again. Uh, and then, like, a month later, uh, there was a guy that was on our team who got hurt. He couldn't fight, and they asked me if I wanted to take it. And uh, so I stepped in there against a guy named Tony who was, like, 4-0, about to go pro. And, I mean, it was an experience. It, it made me realize that scrapping on the street and, like, you know, in high school in the gym locker room, you know, you're not a tough guy. You're not a tough guy until you step in there in the cage against other dudes who are doing it full-time and actually training and stuff. So, it kind of got me hooked, man. There wasn't really too much of a rhyme or reason to it. Um, but I was like, okay, well, now I can learn how to do this and protect my family and, you know, step in the cage and have a good time every now and then. In my 20s, I was very fearless. So, like, it didn't bother me to get hit in the face. And I loved hitting people back. So, it was just a way for me to get out there and just get some athleticism going, you know, just to get out there and compete, dude. Right on. And, and what, the, at what point did you decide, okay, this is, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just going to stick to the ground stuff. So I hated jujitsu, truthfully. I couldn't stand it. Um, uh, man, I'm talking like if, if somebody threw me down, I usually lost. But I did a lot of wrestling, so like I didn't get taken down too much. Um, and I love knocking people out. I mean, it was just one of those things. I think I had like 11 first-round knockouts as an amateur. Um, so I tried to go pro, signed a contract. Um, and it was everything in the book that could go wrong would go wrong. I had a guy retire on me a week out of the fight. Um, it was on the first uh, Empire FC for Christian Guerrilla, um, like I can't remember the dude's name, but he uh, he backed out literally a, a week before the fight. Said he was retiring. Uh, Island fights. I was supposed to be with Dean Thule, and I signed a contract. You know, I was supposed to go out there like a week before the guy got hurt, something like that. And, and then I had Bellator contract, and this is the craziest one. Was my my manager sent me all the details? She's like, "Yeah, you're gonna be on Bellator for your first pro fight." So I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And I mean, I've been in training camp at this point like six months. I mean, I'm just I'm tired, but. I'm just excited to get that first pro fight out of the way. And because I hadn't fought at this point in like three or four years, the Oklahoma commission decided to block it. Cause my, I guess my opponent had fought like four times a year. And so they blocked it and I was, I started getting discouraged and I was prepping for my next fight. And a dude put his finger in my eye, like two knuckles deep, like, Oh, and I, and you know, I'm a religious man. So I was like, you know, God's been telling me and with all these back outs, I kept thinking that I was like, God saying, Hey man, like, you should look at something. And I feel like he keeps like sending you letters and cards and stuff like that, trying to get your attention. And then finally, <laughs> when I had that, 
And I had the finger put in my arm, like, okay, um, you know, apparently I'm not going to be in the UFC anytime soon. I'm, I'm not making a hundred grand a fight. Um, my health, my kids, my family. It was just more important than going out there and punching somebody in the face for a little bit of cash. So um, I decided at that point, I think I was a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, maybe, maybe just got my brown belt. Um, I decided, hey, these guys are hitting leg locks and doing barren bolos and all this crazy stuff. Let me see what this sport jiu-jitsu thing is about and uh, go that way. Right on. And that was probably about 20, 2018, 2019. So I've been, I've been hard in jiu-jitsu the last three or four years. Sweet. Matthew, how, how did your journey start? How did you come into jiu-jitsu? Or, um, or, were, really? or were you an MMA fighter too? No, I never did any combat sports, anything like that. Other than just like um, I did soccer when I was younger. And then when I was in high school, I was doing powerlifting. But I just got tired of doing powerlifting, and I wanted to meet some new people. So jujitsu just seemed interesting to me. I just kind of fell in love with it. How long have you been in now? Uh, like two and a half years. Egg, you got questions? Yeah, I have a lot of questions, but but I, I can't Go ahead. think of any of them until I ask this of Jacob. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> sure you probably saw that we had uh, Anakin McMahon on uh, the last week had a great talk with him and i keep looking at your t-shirt and it just like <laughs> is this purposefully you're you calling him out man <laughs> man you know i will say i watched him on adc season day. i watched him at the chicago open i like his style i think that we match up similarly um i think that'd be a fun one to scrap man for sure I'm not gonna say i'm calling him out but i mean if that was if that was my first or second match i wouldn't be too upset well here's the thing you don't have to because you're gonna face him anyway Exactly. It's got to happen at some point. So. <laughs> Whether it's day one or day five. Yeah. 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 So maybe it's just a subliminal thing. You say it was just in the back of your head. Like, I'm going to wear uh, the Anakin and uh, Skywalker Darth Vader uh, death uh, t-shirt today. Okay. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't somewhat of a nerd. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I like the shirt, dude. It's, I mean, it's sure. piratey and Star Wars, two things I love. So, but yeah, no, we'll go with that, man. We'll go Darth Vader against Anakin. I can, I can dig it. So I'll follow that up with them. Oh, sure. Well, I have to follow that up with, uh, you know, obviously your black belt, uh, very, very experienced combat uh, sports, uh, you know, competitor. Uh, does that give you added pressure to perform at the PGF as opposed to, you know, up and coming blue belts, et cetera? So I think uh, if you had asked me that a year ago, I would have said yes. Um, you know, when I first got my black belt, I truly didn't. I think everybody goes through this that gets their black belt. They don't think they deserve it. Um, you know, like I, I like I won my first black, black belt tournament and I thought it was cool. But then like I went on a little losing streak. I think I lost three or four matches in a row. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of messes with you and you start thinking that maybe you don't deserve it. Um, and I did. I, pressure was a big deal of that. Pressure was a big thing. I, ne I never went out and performed the way I knew I could because I was like, dude, I'm a black belt. I've got to do good to represent the gym, represent myself, all that. Um, but somewhere in this past year, man, I let all that pressure go. Like the, the, the way that jujitsu is now. I mean, Kevin Buring was a great example. You're talking about blue belts that are just, you know, destroying high-level black belts. And it's it's just not the same game that it was 10, 15 years ago. And if you're a black belt 10, 15 years ago, it, it's almost like it meant something. But now I just feel like that the, the game has evolved so much. You know, you have BJJ Fanatics DVDs. You can learn so much more content in such a quick amount of time. They have blue belts and purple belts that are uh, that are just really talented. Uh, I rolled with uh, Sawyer last week at uh, when BMAC and Elkins were doing their thing. And uh, I was like, dude, I mean, to be, you know, whatever he is, a purple belt or whatever, he was, mm -hmm. he was solid. You know, he had some good stuff, man. And I'm like, I don't remember this five, six, seven years ago, even 
having that kind of talent at that level. So, no, there's no pressure. Um, honestly, the only pressure I feel is spiritually for myself to uh, to get through these five days and come out with some wins. I mean, I'm looking for the kill, so uh, that's not pressure I put on myself. It's just against me. Sure. Uh, Sawyer. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no I'm just saying, uh, you're, you're right. Sawyer, Sawyer is rough. Uh, I mean, and, and he's fearless. I mean, the, the idea yeah. that he goes up against handsome Kevin, uh, you know, D1 wrestler, and his first move is, okay, let's wrestle. Yeah. And it's just like nothing but guts. Uh, yeah. But if I could take the, the same question and kind of turn it around uh, to Matthew, who, who is, you know, uh, one of our up and coming uh, blue belts uh, who performed very well, uh, you know, obviously run, runner up at the Jacksonville qualifier, uh, sh- really showed out the Nashville qualifier. Uh, are, are you a little intimidated uh, with, with all these seasoned competitors and upper belts in there? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, you know, I have people at my gym who are, you know, they've competed in the PGF prior years and, you know, we have other professional grapplers at our gym and, you know, I roll with them every day. So I'm just going to go in and, you know, try to learn and do as well as I can. What are you most looking forward to? Um, I don't know. Just honestly, like the experience, like in its entire, like, I think I'm going to go and learn so much, which is like really what I'm looking forward to. Is, is your body prepared for, for the gauntlet? Because I mean, Yeah, I feel like it. Oh, look at him. He's like flexing his shit. He's like, dude, motherfucker, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good. I've uh, like recently been doing a lot of like swimming and running, and it's been a lot. It's been really helpful. I- I've heard a lot of people talk about swimming. Yeah, so, where it's at. Are you, are you are you doing the same thing, Jacob? Yeah, uh, when I when I was getting ready for flow grappling in June, uh, I actually quit lifting and I swam for about a month and a half. I dropped my half mile in time at literally in half. And uh, I mean, if y'all watch my flow grappling, if y'all go check that uh, match against Pedro Jimenez. I just kept moving. Like, I, it gives you, like, a baseline cardio to where, like, you just don't – you get tired, but you don't get tired, tired, you know? So, I think swimming is super great. It's good for the joints, and uh, it'll definitely get you ready for sure. Yeah, my hips used to pop, like, all the time. And after swimming, like, it's, it's much better. They don't really do that anymore. So, is this part of, like, your regular training regimen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually like to, like, do, like, cardio, right, three, four times a week, something like that. Do you, do you swim like out of the beach or do you go like into like an actual pool? No, I go to a pool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, cause I, I wouldn't be swimming in Jack's beach, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have, we have too many sharks too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, you'd be like shark bait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for the fans out there, uh, Matthew Dewey's young Matthews out of 10th planet Jacksonville uh, and you're a blue belt, correct? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. And, and Jacob, you're out of uh, Cobra BJJ in Tuscaloosa. Yes, sir. Right. Well, You've been there all, all your jiu-jitsu, you know, career, or where did you start? Um, so I started way back with this guy named Skip Hall, and then I moved to uh, the cage MMA and Moody, and then I hopped over to Spartan. I was at Spartan with Elkins back when he was kind of coming up, like, way, way back in the day. Yeah, that's a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking, I'm talking like Lauren Road, you know, back when they were back in that little uh, loading dock, so... Spartan, and then I uh, took a couple of years off, and then I found Cobra in 2014, the end of 2014, early 2015, and that's when I started with them. But I was technically a white belt when I came there. Cool. Well, I'm sorry. I think we kind of missed a, an easy transition we almost had there uh, from, from the swimming, the cardio, et cetera. Uh, so at the very beginning of the PGF, you know, you're going to have your weigh-ins, uh, but then you're going to have something that's not exactly normal for a grappling competition. There's going to be a combine. What do you guys think about that? Have you checked out the the season three combine? 
I haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> Listen, um, if, they, if they have you do push-ups for a minute, just do like two, two and quit. One did like 60 and the other one did like 83 in a minute. I think it was Quadzilla. He, he, yeah, he just, you know, those little arms, he just kept pumping those suckers out. It was insane. Yeah. So it was, I think we had push-ups in a minute. We had the broad jump. Uh, we we had uh, the grip test. Uh, we had. Is, uh, uh, I don't, the, I don't the, think the, we're going to have the same events, though. I, I've heard. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe the grip one might be in it, but. I, but I the salt bike. I mean, Joshua Gibbs just, won that one. I just can't remember all of them. I was, I was, you know. Man, that salt bike is brutal, man. <laughs> Bro, I, I used to do the this, this poet workouts or whatever, and uh, they had us do like burn ten calories, just you know, as quick as you can. And you're like, oh. yeah. I mean, the the whole pushing and nah, I mean, I'm not I'm not built for it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man. If I gotta do push ups, I'm gonna do like three and then stop, man. Like my shoulders yeah. are so old. <laughs> <laughs> my shoulder's like 80 years old bro <laughs> how old are you right now i'm 36 so 36 yes some days i'm some days i'm 25 some days i'm 45 just depends hey i was there yeah I, I, sometimes i would wake up feeling on top of the world and then he was like oh, yeah i'm old and now i'm just old so you know but <sighs> hey girl, so, what else we got? go ahead well, as I say, after the combine, we obviously have the draft. Uh, our, our, you know, the draft uh, in, in prior seasons. I'm not sure how it's going to work this this season. Uh, I think uh, again in season three, uh, it, it was led off by the most intense games of Connect Four ever, because that's how they determined uh, who actually uh, you know the, the order. Uh, but it was it was interesting because um, some people got really salty, uh, not not getting picked so far. Um, I mean. You know, in fact, the saltiest was a black belt that that dropped to the the bottom uh, round. I mean, Jacob, I mean, if that happens, you start calling people oh, out. Her boy, do it. So, I'm be honest, man. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I've had I've had people count me out my whole life. That ain't nothing, dude. You put you pick me last. I don't care. They still got to face me. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you can pick me last. I don't care. You know, we'll we'll see where the standings are on Friday. Hey, shout out to you, Luna Pocket Bully from the UK. Love you back. Thank you for tuning in. If you got any questions, please feel free. Anyway, uh, I had a question and I forgot to put that. Comment. Well, I guess the question uh, for, for both of you, and, and maybe we'll let Matthew start. Uh, you said you worked on cardio, uh, but as far as just the mental factor of the grind, I mean, you're, you're going to have at least 12 matches, three a night. Um, you know, do, do you think that's going to wear on you? Um, I mean, yeah, I do expect it to just because like, you know, I'm used to being at the gym every night, you know, but these are, you know, competition rounds and they're a lot harder. So hopefully I can just, you know, maybe get time in the sauna or when I'm there or, you know, just plenty of time to recover after the matches. Um, I'm just going to focus on that. Hopefully that'll help me. All right. Any, so recovery, focusing on that. Jacob, your thoughts? Same thing. Uh, I think with the mental aspect of it, um, you know, I mean, that is tough. I mean, you go to you go to any kind of like normal tournament and you compete two, three, four times. And, you know, you wake up the next day a little sore, you know, you don't really want to do much. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of the 80, 60 trials prep camp right now. So, I mean, we're training really hard, especially on Friday nights. Uh, we do a two and a half hour session. Uh, Elkins was there last week. You know, I've got Michael Wagner. I mean, we have 
some high, high level guys and we go, we go competition speed. So I'm, I'm trying everything I can to prepare, trying to stay healthy and everything. Cause obviously, I mean, the last thing you want to do is get injured this close out. Um, but I do think mentally, I think that's going to be the biggest part of it, man. We're all physical. We're all probably going to be in shape. So it's going to be whoever cracks under pressure for sure. Is this what you do normally? Are you, you're like a pro athlete or, or do you have to balance like work, you know? Yeah. Got a balance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get about, um, I'm trying to get 15 to 20 hours in. And, uh, you know, I talked to, I sat down and talked to my son. My son's 12 and, uh, he does, he does karate and wrestling and stuff like that. And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be a little selfish over the next couple of months. And he, uh, he totally understood. He gets it. Um, and I was like, you know, this is probably my last, like, real, real go at some good things. If, uh, you know, if for some reason I just go get blasted the trials and I get blasted in the PGF. You know, I, I can't say for certain that I would continue competing full time later on because, I mean, I've got him, his wrestling. Um, but for right now, he's been very gracious. I've taken some time. Like, I used to work like 50, 60 hours. I'm only working 40, 45 hours a week. And uh, I'm definitely hitting the gym at minimum twice a day if I can. What do you feel like is your last run? I mean, you're, you're 36, bro. you got plenty of Yeah. Money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, I mean, I, I started fighting at 21. So, you know, I mean, I'm. I've been I've been in combat sports for 15 years, um, yeah. and you know I mean like that. It's like Shogun, man. That dude was old when he came in the UFC. I was like 28, and he was like 50. You know I mean it was it was crazy. So uh, I feel this is honestly I'll be 100 honest with you guys right now. This is the best I felt in probably two or three years. Uh, I feel back to the way I was when I was 26, 27. Uh, I've been nursing a little bit of an injury in the shoulder, but it's it's healing really really quick. Um, you know, I feel fantastic. So, I mean, if like I said, if I go out there and win a match at ADCC trials or, you know, win the whole thing and come into PGF and do well, bro, it's it's on site, man. I'm going to start competing all the time. But over the summer, I competed like seven times. And, you know, my son, like I said, he's been really cool with it. My wife's been really cool with it. She's definitely sick and tired of hearing about jujitsu. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, yeah, I, you know, I, I love this sport, dude. I'm super passionate about it. I've been in it for a long time, and I, I love every single day that I get a chance to go out there and try to choke somebody. So, like, yeah, like, I, I love the way that you're talking about recovery. I'm oh, sorry. No, uh, just ahead, real quick. Matthew's talking about recovery. You're talking about, you know, getting through injuries and being smart and stuff like that. Hey, just uh, it's a lesson learned. Keep in mind, even on that first day, it's the first day. You know, a lot of competitions, yeah. you're probably willing to, to take an extra pop or, you know, to, to, to gut something out. Just remember that on that first day, you have nine more matches, even at the end of it. Because, uh, I mean, we, we, we've seen, uh, you know, uh, Edwin DeWitt get taken out with an ankle. Uh, we, we saw, um, you know, uh, Matt Elkins uh, popped his, I think it was, it was probably an LCL or something with his knee when he was uh, facing the jump truck first, uh, first uh, day of uh, yeah. season two. I'm um, just saying, just just be careful. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm a, that's always my Sorry, biggest well. thing is not getting injured. You know, I want to just be back training as soon as possible. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to get injured. That's the worst. Tap today, train tomorrow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's limbo. Yeah. Um, there was um, it'll come back to me. Hey. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen, I keep forgetting the uh, name, so the question is like, mm. gotcha. yeah, uh, you know, uh, sorry, Jake, but but Wallow and I are both uh, north of that forty, so this stuff happens. 
Um, but uh, I mean, now Matthew, I, I know you got guys in, in your gym that have done the PGF before. Jacob, I mean, you, you know the Elkins, etc. Uh, are you guys tracking the, the the rule set of the PGF and how all of that works? Yeah. Um, well, I, I was I thought it, it it changed with the seasons, or was that not? So we did have a little bit of a, of a change uh, with season four. Season four changed, and so we did a quintet format. <clears throat> pardon me, which I thought was exciting, very very fun. Uh, I like that it, style. It was a lot. It was a blast. It made the coaches very, very relevant because they get to decide who was going. Uh, it, it made defensive stoppers really relevant for a team. It was a lot of fun. However, for competitors like yourselves, just by the nature of the beast, some people didn't get all that many matches. Uh, just, just how it happened. Uh, and so, you know, the commissioner, Brandon McCatherine, BMAC, uh, decided, you know, part of this is making a great experience for you guys as competitors. So essentially forget season four we're going back to the season three uh model got that the, the round robin thing uh where you know you're, you're going to be facing 12 other guys uh the vast majority of people out there three three matches a night uh guaranteed 12 matches um and and the, the rule the, the scoring's always been the same though or at least uh it got changed from season one to season two because we took kills down from seven points down to six points so, sorry, I'll just recap it since I'm already doing it. So, a kill uh, or any choke, uh, you know, anything beneath the nose is a, is a choke, um, is six points. So, that's the money one, um, you know, six points. Uh, a break or any uh, joint lock, et cetera, uh, is three points. So, you know, your, your heel hooks, arm bars, et cetera, that gets you three. Now, if you're in a very exciting grappler uh, and, and you get that sharp sword, get those quick kills, under a minute, you get you secure that submission. You get the extra elbow genie bonus point, uh, thanks to Jonathan Roberts. So, you get a kill in less than a minute. You're going to bump up to seven. You get that heel hook in less than a minute. That that break, you're going to get four. Now, more important, most importantly, if you don't get a submission and your opponent doesn't get a submission, that draw is a double loss because because you just lost that opportunity to get points and your opponents. Yeah. Well, they're going to they're gonna capitalize on that. Sorry, Walla, go ahead. No, I was just want to go back because I remember what I was going to say. It's like, you know, we get into the conversation and I got, I get something and I'm like, okay, let me hold it and then I'll forget. Uh, I wanted to go back because the combine and the draft are happening on Sunday and, you know, combine's going to be in the morning. The draft is going to be like a whole event, you know, there's going to be a venue and whatever, but it's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be like, you know, like we had in the past where, Okay, Sean picks first, you pick second, whatever. Coaches are going to have a certain amount of money that is going to be given to them. And all the athletes are going to be in the back. And all the coaches are going to be basically going to the athlete and basically saying, I want to grab you for my for my team. This is how much money I'm going to pay. So it's almost going to be like, a, like an auction type of thing. Now... The people are not going to see the, you know, who's the, the, the war room, basically, but they'll see, you know, who's getting picked. But that's basically how, how the draft is going to go. Oh. That's okay. awesome. I'm just, that's cool. Yeah, my, 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 my brain's just working on this one. So, I mean, obviously, uh, right in an auction draft, and I haven't done many of those, uh, is it going to go person by person or is it going to be a free for all? You know, one coach is going after one guy, yeah, another coach is going after another guy. Heard was that the coaches were going to have the money. They were all going to be in the back with the athlete, and they were all going to start mingling. 
Hell, I believe that BMAC said that the coaches can even start reaching out to the athletes right now if they want. <laughs> so, well, uh, and, I mean, and so is, is the first pick, is that just based upon the first guy that, make, that cuts a deal? Or is it based upon who gets paid more? I mean, I'm just talking about for bragging rights. Yeah, right, yeah. Gentlemen? We're, I mean, we're you know, have you to, guys don't care, but if you happen to be first pick, you might be like, okay, look at me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work. All I was told was, this is how the draft is gonna work. And even, even today in his stream in Chicago, he mentioned it, that that's how the draft okay. is gonna work. So, yeah. I, I'm really excited. I mean, you know, he he always is innovating, right? I just want to be in that war room. I just want to see what's going on. I mean, I will be, you know, I'll be taking video and pictures and whatever, but still, that, to me, that's that's where the fun is going to be. Seeing all these guys haggling with the athletes or whatever and trying to get them on their team and stuff, that to me is fun. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Now, the I still think I'm going to get picked last, though. <laughs> hey, listen, it doesn't matter. First of all, you're in. That's all that matters. Yeah, hey, I like being the underdog. <laughs> Everybody wanted to go walk away with a little bit of money, you know. And, and you got to remember also, Ed, you know, the super chat, right? What what yes. other ways are there? Uh, so one, uh, the commissioner has always decided that that if somebody super chats out and says your name, uh, essentially it's like a tip. Uh, like you know, Matthew just got a really sick armbar. Uh, somebody says that's a sick armbar, Matthew. You know, here's ten bucks. Uh, that money goes to you now minus like the 30% or whatever the YouTube overlords takes out of it. Um, but just pay attention to what's out there because at the end uh, of the season, you'll get that money. Uh, there's also bounties. So, mm. you know, uh, how much, dude, how much but, do we got so on that first? Yeah, first lock? You know, people can say, I got a um, bounty of a hundred bucks for a twister. Whoever hits that twister first walks away with a hundred bucks. That twister usually yeah. gets up there pretty high. Uh, yeah. what was it? Miggy and I have like 200 bucks or something going to the first wrist lock of the PGF. First wrist lock of the PGF gets 200 bucks 100 from Egg and 100 from me. That, that was the first bounty of the season. So, y'all keep that in mind. You see that wrist lock there? Take it. That's 200 bucks yeah. in pocket. Y'all gonna make me start working some wrist lock techniques this week. Bro, I'm telling you, it is so overlooked. There's so many times that we're watching, and you're like, oh, there's the wrist lock right now. You know? So, hey, 200 bucks, 200 bucks. Dude, I used to train with a guy. I mean, I, I trained with a guy named Riley, who, uh, he lives in Memphis now. But, I mean, you could just sit there and wrist lock him all day, and he would just look at you with this crazy look in his eyes. Like, you can let go anytime. I mean, you could <laughs> you can make his fingers touch his wrist, and he don't even care. So. Hey, we got a question for you out here from uh, Luna Pocket Blue. It says, hi, Jacob. What's your training route? It sounds like hard work and dedication. Good for you. Oh. Hey, Luna, thanks for the question. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like I said, I do work full time. Uh, but generally, I wake up and I hit a 20-minute workout just to kind of get going in the morning. You know, 5 a.m., whether it's pull-ups, push-ups, hill sprints, because I live on a, a giant hill. Something to kind of get going. Um, and then I work a labor job. I, I'm a commercial maintenance tech, but throughout the day, I could be doing anything from trenching, you know, digging up pipes, that kind of thing, to working on electrical panels. So some days I get a little extra work to work. Um, I try to do a lunch session, whether that be, and I don't want to give everything away, but whether that's going swimming or hitting an additional gym session, like hitting some additional technique with some wrestling. Um, I tend to wrestle three to four times a week. 
and we build. So like as the week goes on and I get more tired, that's the one the harder nights hit. So Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are my hardest nights. And I usually start on Sunday. I always try to take at least one day off. Uh, sometimes I'll try to take like a day and a half, you know, just to rest. I'm really big into Epsom salt baths, ice baths, that kind of thing. Um, but it's just a mix and match kind of deal. You know I mean? If I can get six or seven jujitsu sessions combined with, you know, five or six strength and cardio sessions, um, uh, you know, I usually feel pretty good. The weight's coming down, uh, you know, I went on vacation at the end of July after, after Naga and, uh, I kind of got a little heavy. So like, I'm already back down to like 190 and, uh, I feel pretty good, man. Uh, so, I mean, uh, that, that routine, it can get kind of complicated sometimes. So, this time for ACC, I try to stick with it, just make it simplistic. Seven jiu-jitsu sessions, five or six strength and conditioning sessions. What does your training routine look like, man? Um, well, every day I'm, I'm doing technique um, from like six to nine. And then every day at night I go back and do technique from, yeah, like six to eight. Um Some days I'll get a class in at like 12. Um, if I can't, then I'm working out. So, yeah, it's pretty so simple. Are you having, do you have a job? Are you going to school? What's going on with you? Um, yeah, I work right now just at a restaurant just a couple days a week. And um, I just graduated EMT school. Oh, right on. Right nice. On. Yeah, thank you. So if you get hurt, you can fix yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no problem. Yeah. So you, you and Paul are pretty much doing the same thing, man. Yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. Okay. Egg? Well, I guess, uh, gentlemen, and, and maybe we'll start with you, Jacob. Uh, so we know the rules. Uh, I mean, you're familiar somewhat with the PGF. Uh, I mean, so what's what's your strategy? How are you going to win it all? Oh, man. I've, been th I've actually been thinking about this all week. Uh, you know, that that's honestly as, as easy of a question as it sounds. It's kind of tough because we talked about mental, all that stuff, and strategy. Um When you start talking about 12 to 15 matches over the course of a week and you talk about tapping early and stuff like that, man, um, I think I'm just going to play each match by ear, to be honest. Like, I thought about I was like, man, I love wrestling. I love wrestling. And I think ADCC trials, my path to victory is to wrestle my ass off and uh, part, of my, part of my language. But you know, I want to wrestle hard, um, you know, and, and push the pace. Like, I try, I try to tire people out. Uh, I don't know that that's the best strategy to win PGF because with how many matches you have every single day, It might be great on day one, but by day three, I'm going to be like dying, dude. <laughs> like so, so you know, I'm not saying I'm pulling guard. Like, don't I don't want anybody to get it twisted. You probably will not see me pull guard unless I'm going against like I don't know, like if y'all bring Randy Roden back or something like that. But um, actually, actually, <laughs> if you're watching the stream, be my ask for him to be on. Dude, yeah. if you can make 185, I'd be uh man. I don't know, man. I may just uh, I may just sit down immediately on that one. <laughs> you made 170. I'm saying made 170. Oh my god, dude. it was That's scary. Waiting, he was looking at. You make 185. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just... it, is a, it is possible that we might see the dump truck if this season. Uh, I saw B Mac asking Sean Applegate about his availability, so that is the possibility. <laughs> Now, Matthew, you 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 got Sam at the gym, and you know he's pretty good at wrestling. Are you working your wrestling with Sam, or what's going on? Uh, I mean, I'd love to. He has an injured rib right now, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, unfortunate. Okay. I mean, Manning's But, uh, pretty dang good at wrestling too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been rolling with yeah. Manny every night though, and he's been putting it on me. Yeah, wrestling. Wrestling's fun, man. I, I think wrestling has evolved in jujitsu. You know, it used to be. 
blast double, low singles, that kind of thing. But people are really starting to catch on to like slide buys and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff and back control off of that. So I think the wrestling has evolved. And I think, I think going against like certain people, I think that's the way to go. But again, when you're talking about three matches a day, uh, I really want to be smart about my, my routine each day. I think I'm going to see who I'm supposed to face that day and kind of make my strategy from there on the fly. It seems like in the last couple of years, just grappling as a whole has just exploded. It's like, yeah, you, you used to have your EBIs, little comments here and there and whatever. But now it's like every weekend there's something going on. Yeah, you know, for sure. Whether, whether it's a big tournament. I mean, you saw ADCC open in Chicago today. But there's also across the country probably, you know, hundreds of smaller tournaments. It's just exploded so so quickly, you know, in the in just yeah. the last couple of years. Um, what do you guys think uh, attributed it to that? You want to go first, Matthew? I'm, I guess social media definitely helps out with that, like, a lot. Talking about, like, the um, viral videos and stuff like, like that? YouTube University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess for me, it's kind of like, you know, I don't really notice that because I've only been in the game for a few years. So, Touché. to me, it's just kind of always been like this, you know? Where yeah. you know it's just You're developing spoiled. quickly. <laughs> yeah. You are, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm sorry, you man. When I started, like bro, we used to have to like wait for like a Metamorris <laughs> or an EBI. We're like, when are we gonna get a show? Bro, y'all, y'all, y'all remember buying uh, y'all remember buying those BJJ mags just to get the technique out of them and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, oh, like, <laughs> fucking, you know, going on the internet with with, with like dial up. Just yeah. to, you know, get a picture of something and, and you know, try to but try to get some knowledge from the internet or whatever. But yeah. you know, nowadays it's just like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, it's all over the place. And it's good, man. It's yeah. I mean, especially for us like us, we love it. Um yeah. I think the sport has grown so much. I mean, you know, like when when I started, I told uh I told Egg had this that um you know, it was hard to find. He found a purple belt to roll with. You know, he was like a god. Like, you know, we didn't have – we had, like, one black belt in Alabama <laughs> at the time. <laughs> and then, like, Khalifa came along. You know, BMAC came along. Uh, you know, we started getting more black belts. And I think that just through natural attrition and, like, guys sticking around and getting better along with social media, I think that that's what's helped grow it. I mean, there's so many different variables. Social media definitely blew it up. But there's a lot of guys on the ground floor that got to that level to where social media made an impact. You know, I mean, without – Without dudes coming in, you know, starting at the Dirty Dozen, starting at Chris Howder and those guys that had black belts way back in the day, if they if nobody's opened up gyms, we don't have we don't have a platform to to use social media to grow the sport. So I think the exponential growth of the gyms in the states around us have have made a huge impact on this sport, just blowing up. You ever been to a Chris Howder seminar? Oh, uh, he came to he came to Spartan like way way back in the day. Um, and I honestly don't even remember. Like I, I remember him coming. I was like, "Who's this guy?" Like I didn't, you know, like I didn't know. But but Connolly knew him, and uh, and then now, like I see him all over. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's the guy." Okay, I understand now. <laughs> These seminars are always fun. Uh, yeah. my, my my coach is under him, so you know, every couple of years he would come down here, or whatever, and do a seminar. Yeah. And he I actually competed. Um, sorry, go ahead, man. My bad. No, no, no. It was, it was um, fun. Uh, I competed against one of his black belts uh, in June, uh, a guy from Mississippi. And uh, it was in the gi. It was my only gi match as a black belt, and I won, luckily. But so uh, I tell people I'm the best gi artist in the, in the history of jiu-jitsu because I'm one and no defeated. I retired. <laughs> I made money and got out. <laughs> made money and got out. 
<laughs> you ever had the, 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 the bug to put on the Giga, Matthew? Or, or you're like, man, I ain't doing that. I did it one time for one class, and I don't think I'll ever do it again. <laughs> yeah. um, what did you like about it, bro? I just thought it was clothes? annoying. Like, I don't want people grabbing my clothes. Like, it's just annoying to me. I don't know. And I I don't know. I, I'm too used to, like, you know, like Blowing. the movement aspect yeah. of, like, no gi already you know i like being able to flow around and not get grabbed you know i don't know yeah you're young and athletic i mean you you put a gi on all those old guys you just start grabbing onto that thing to slow you down like you said yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah i still have a yeah you know as like an older man i'm I'm starting to like the gi just a just a little bit more uh i I don't know i don't think i'm ever gonna be a huge gi fan though for sure yeah. Plus, yeah, our gym, have, yeah, uh, my, our gym doesn't have any AC, so I would probably die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the south, in the in the winter, you know. You yeah, know. in the winter, there you go. Yeah, we do it. That Dude, way. it's still like eighty-five in Florida in the winter, though. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in December, it's still a little hot. You know, it's like yeah. once you get to like January, February, that that's when it's really cold. Mm-hmm. But for the mm-hmm. most part, it's it lasts like maybe six weeks, eight weeks yeah. at the most. That's the winter here, which is good. I don't, I don't, I don't like the cold. I mean, and it's, it's, it's better to train in the heat anyway. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, always, I always felt stiff. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. every time we, we would go in, same thing. Our, our gym didn't have AC, nor did it have heat. So, yeah. you know, in, in the winter, it was, it was rough. I always felt like, like my bones were going to break it. Yeah, I'm right there with you on winter. I've got asthma, and so like in the winter time, it really like it's not great. Uh, so I mean, the winter time, not a fan. That's why I'm glad that this is in October when it's still nice and warm outside because it shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we'll be inside, so we good. Yeah. Have you have you guys you know kept up with all the seasons of the PGF? Yeah, um, so I trained with Jonathan Roberts at Cobra, like back when he was, uh, you know, he was he was from around that area and everything. So whenever he got on that first, I think it was the first season, oh, yeah. uh, him, you know, Elkins, all that stuff. So training with them, I definitely tuned in. Uh, the season with Carlos Andres, man, he was one of my training partners. He, him and I still roll a lot. He he came from Cobra and then he joined American Top Team when they when they opened that up over there. Uh, so yeah, I definitely checked it out. I didn't really catch much of Quintet last year, like the Quintet format. Um, I was working a lot. I was working like 60, 70 hours, so I never got a chance to tune in. Uh, but yeah, the first couple of seasons I saw for sure. I don't. Yeah. Hey, questions? Yeah, well, Matthew, you you and Paul, training partners, opponents in, in the finale match of the, the Jacksonville qualifier. I uh, just both finished EMT school together, so you guys definitely spent a lot of time together. Uh, so what kind of machinations you got going on? What kind of projections, to, plans, goals you guys have for this season? Uh, honestly, probably just do our best. I mean, we just want to learn, go in there. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to be looking for some kills, you know, of course, but you know, I just want to, I really just want to learn. I think it's going to be such a fun experience. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, do you guys have a bet going on? Who who gets more wins? <laughs> no, we haven't, but we All should. Right. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm going to have to wait it on, man. I'm going to have to put like 20 bucks out there, you know, start making some bets. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, just just start talking shit to him at the gym. Be like, yo, just want to let you know that when we get up there, I'm gonna fuck you up. 
<laughs> just, just to like you know, get in his head, bro. What's up? Yeah. You know, I'm now. Or like while we're driving up, just like talking. Yeah, absolutely. Make him drive the whole time. Just like, just, just, just in his ear. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Bro, if he's driving, man, if he's driving, just wrist lock him with his hands on the wheel. I mean, just go ahead and get that early injury out of the way. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously, Jacob, you know, I have to ask you the same thing. You, you, you know, a lot of the players, you've seen some of the seasons that we just talked about. Uh, I mean, what are your projections? Where, where do you think you're, you're, you're going to rank? You know, what are your goals, et cetera? It's like right now, after seeing the people that have come out so far, um, you know, I I put myself somewhere around like that five spot. Um, I mean, I, I have no doubt. Like, I mean, Elkins not roll all the time. I know where him and I stand. But <laughs> um, but like you know, I, I think that I've got a shot, man. Like when I when I'm on my A game, I'm different when the lights come on. Um, and I think I've shown that this year. So you know, with all my competitions I've done this year, I think that my A game has finally come out. And it's taken me a long time to kind of to kind of get that mental state right to where I can perform the way I know I can. Uh, so, you know, if, I, if I'm having a good day, man, I don't see a person there that, I, you know, could lose to. If I'm having a bad day, you know, I could get slept really quick. Uh, so, I mean, I, I feel really good about my chances, though. Like, uh, I'll be honest, man. I'm training my ass off. I'm ready to go. Like, if you told me to start tomorrow, dude, I'm ready, man. Let's go. <laughs> so, you, you'll see me in that. You'll see me at the top. You'll see me at the top somehow. Somehow. Right on. Hey, uh, we got a question for you here, Matt, uh, from uh, Luna Pocket Bully. Says if you're sparring with a person you know nothing about, what are the main things that tell you they're a good grappler? I don't mean just dominating or getting submissions, but more subtle things. Like, how do you know uh, if a guy's gonna fuck you up? Basically, <laughs> uh, look at his ears. Are they all messed up? Then probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you can just tell, like, you know, if you, you like a good example is like. You know, when a guy at our gym, Sam, you know, when you roll with him, he's so relaxed. But, you know, as soon as you start doing anything, he just pulls you in. And, like, you just start, like, you know, sinking. That's basically what it feels like when you're with, like, a grappler that knows what they're doing. Like, every mistake is just taking you further and, you know, down the path to their submission, you know. Um, I don't know about, like, little things. I mean, I guess that's just kind of, like, their demeanor. Like, how do they... You know, how are they um, portraying themselves? Are they relaxed? Are they um, are they nervous? I guess that's that's what I would look for. Okay. I mean, we, we've all been there. We're, we're making mistake after mistake after mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Egg, any final thoughts before we go? Well, I mean, you mentioned Matt Elkins and you, Jacob, and where you guys stand. So I have to beg, it begs the question. Don't uh, tell them. Don't tell them because there's fantasy involved. I think I think you're gonna see a good scrap of things. <laughs> uh, I think and, and look and look, Matt, if you watch this, if you see this, whatever, bro, you're my boy. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm, fuck, I'm coming for that back, bro. <laughs> we can talk. We can, we can talk about it Friday at EZCC. Yeah, We can talk about it then. But uh, yeah, no, I think you're gonna see a damn good scrap. Really good scrap. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good. All right, uh, Matthew. Any final words before we go? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'm just ready to get. I'm really. I'm. I'm in the same boat as Jacob. Like, I'm ready to just. I want it to be like. You know, I want. I wish it was tomorrow. You know, I just want to get. I want to get there. I want to start. You know, working. 
Hell yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited about this season. This season is shaping up to be incredible. I mean, the level of competition has increased so dramatically over the, you know, just two years, even. I mean, it's, it's going to be the best season. And we're going to probably say that every fucking season because it's just going to keep getting better and better yeah. and better. But for right now, season five is shaping up to be the best season ever. So wow. I'm excited. I'm going to be up there with you guys. So, Egg, uh, what else can we add? I, it will literally be one of the best experiences you're going to have uh, in submission grappling. Everyone... Uh, you know, behind the scenes, commentators, the commissioner, Stephen Aiken, our amazing announcer, just be ready for him to, to just give you up softballs to just knock out of the park in the, in the post-fight uh, interviews. I mean, just everyone wants to see you succeed and having a great time. They, they want to make a spotlight for you uh, and, and show off all the great things you guys do. So you're going to have fun. Take advantage of it. Tell people, tell your people, watch me, because I'm gonna do some crazy shit. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Jacob, awesome. any final, any final thoughts? Uh, man, just uh, like like we talked about, dude. I'm ready to go. Uh, you know, I'll see y'all two weeks after uh, ADCC trials, and hopefully, uh, y'all have an ADCC trial winner on it. You know, I'm just saying, I'm going out there to win. So let's go. Hell yeah! All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate the comments and the questions, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Adios, muchachos. Hasta luego.